Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button if you are down with Barca signing Lewandowski, somehow signing Holland back <laughs> from Man City, getting Koundé. Not um, let's throw in, I don't know, use whatever player you want. We're getting Pulisic just to make it more American for our boys <laughs> back home in the World Cup coming on. Uh, who else might we get? Phil Foden's coming, Kevin De Bruyne. We're going to sign, actually, the entire Man City team, right? Yeah, okay, bud. I, I know we're about to talk about the money injection that we're getting here, but I don't know about that. It's well, so here's, here's what well, you don't get. Uh-huh. Okay, Gerard Romero, <laughs> okay. after, and we're going to talk about uh-huh. right Barca uh, activating the economic levers, right? That, for some reason, is the, uh-huh. the, the phrase of choice all around. Uh, and the socios voted today to pass two big things, right? 49% of the Barca licensing and merchandising sale, and then 25% of our TV right sales. Gerard Romero is reporting that those close to Barcelona say that the transfer market this summer will be different, something that doesn't even happen in career mode use, okay? I don't want to hear you downplaying this and pretending like it's not a huge effing deal. Because we just did the PK video three days ago. And we uh-huh. talked at that time because we were in such a, you know, a desperate state and not sure what the future held. Perhaps an indication we should have been a little bit more tempered with our, our depression on that video. But we were talking about how we're not going to get Kunde, we're not going to get Koulibaly, and we're going to be stuck with you know, Eric Garcia, Lenglet, and Umtiti as our back three. But with this, you know, these two levers uh, being activated, it looks like we have about 600 to 700 million euros that are going to come in this summer, and it's going to totally revolutionize what we had expected from, you know, our ability to sign players this uh, this this offseason. And we had mentioned it about two or three weeks ago, that, like, hey, everyone, just calm down. The season just ended. Don't believe all these reports about how we're so broke, right? This video was called Our Barca Broke, your little clickbait title. And now we have some good stuff coming to you, so go ahead. Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> of course, Adam. Um, I mean, you're right. We're we're in the we just approved all the socios approved in the extraordinary general assembly that Barca are gonna go and do all those things to get us money. And I think what's really important here is uh, the Barca board Laporta talking about uh, the money that we're gonna get here. We really need to become positive coming up into this next year because you know we have the transfer window. We Real Madrid we just won a, another Champions League yeah. for like sixth <laughs> in the last ten years. Uh huh. So, you know, this is super important for us right now. Uh, this is we've talked about this previously in a video and what were our options. And now we see Barca board is taking action and we're going to do it. But now the question stands is if we do all this, you know, there's so many things that could happen. What are our future is going to look like? And a lot of the socios we're talking about, um, we need to not forget that we're looking. Th- what we're doing right now is for the future. It's not for just right now. So. A lot of them were concerned with um, uh, mismanagement of the money. If we do get this money, the 700 million euros to take us out of debt and be able to purchase players, how much money can we spend on uh, new players, right? And I think that those are important questions, right? Because we don't want Barca to go back to the Bartomeu mm-hmm. uh, era where we just start frivolously throwing money everywhere and getting all these players that don't fit with our uh, squad and just are it's just ridiculous, right? Like imagine if we <clears throat> got all this money and Griezmann just and Coutinho again. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it is actually I listened to the thing live. It is a very interesting uh, thing. And I like everybody's input. And they're they're actually concerned with the Barca future. And they're not just looking out for, you know, uh, high paying people to win this next season, even though we want to win this this next season. Mm -hmm. But and we need to look at the squad point use. Right. Which is that Mm -hmm. like in an ideal world, I don't think we would make these deals. Right. Like 
Uh, sure. In some sense, we are, you know, with the 49% of the Barca uh, licensing and merchandising being sold and 25% of the TV rights, there are some clauses, I think, especially in the BLM deal, that we can, like, buy back that, that stake in uh, our sure. basically IP and licensing and, uh, you know, of, of the Barca name and the Barca logo and all that good stuff. But, you know, th- these are deals you make to get cash now, but... Over the long run, right, the deal on the other side, whoever we sell these things to, will be better for them. So, you know, in a, from an economic sense, it's not optimal to make these deals. But for the short term and medium term future of the club and with the expectation that we'll continue to be a juggernaut of European soccer, global soccer, of selling jerseys and, and you know, making a ton of money, it's it's what we have to do. But you're, you are totally right. Like, um, I don't think anyone would want to make this deal if we weren't in such a precarious position with our cash because of the rat. Bartomeu, who everyone <laughs> hates. You know what is also interesting? They had a lot of discussion about um, the TV rights and how much income Bundesliga is making, Manchester City, or sorry, uh, the Premier League and the Serie A. And it looks like from their figures that they had that uh, uh, the Premier League is making more than double what we make from TV rights. And a lot of people were concerned and saying, like, why is our growth not projecting, um, you know, towards that? Because there's no way the Premier League is double that of Barca, you know, uh, or I should say La Liga, because, you know, we see so many La Liga teams making it in Champions League. Uh, how but many people it, around the world the are products, watching La Liga right? teams? Like you, True. I mean, especially you used to someone who joined later in his career, right, and doesn't have those, like, rose-tinted glasses about the Barca of, you know, 20, 2008 to 2015 and those Champions League victories and the trebles and all that. Like, when you just come into it as a fresh fan, which a lot of Americans, right, who are a huge part of money in the global economy, uh, and you're just a new fan in general anywhere around the world, you come into it, the Premier League as a TV product is much better, right? And we can mostly sure. speak from America. Like, we're stuck watching La Liga on ESPN with Alejandro Moreno, the worst commentator <laughs> in history, right? And then you see, like, the Saturday morning uh-huh. coverage of a Man City-Liverpool game, and it just looks so much better, the quality of the the pitches and how just how everything looks is a lot higher tier, right? And so I, like you, and like a lot of the Barca fans listening to this, fight to the death the idea that the Premier League is some sort of superior league in terms of level of play. We also fight the idea that, you know, uh, La Liga is a triumvirate of Atletico, Real, and Barca because we know how good Valencia is. We know how good Villarreal did, right? They made the Champions League semifinal. They beat Bayern sure. Munich. We know how good, you know, Real Betis, Sevilla... Uh, a, a whole host of teams in La Liga that we know are much better than people give them credit for. But as a product, I do understand why the Premier League is valued so much more. A lot of the press in the world speaks English, and so you know they're going to naturally sure. be inclined to cover the Premier League more. But you know, I, I think you had a good seat today watching kind of the proceedings and, and just learning a little bit more about how the team and how like the actual you know the sausage is made in the business sense of FC Barcelona. But I th- I think you know to if we just look back on today, we have to be really happy, right? At the end of the day, I don't know if we have, well, I was, you know, pretty giddy at the beginning of this episode, but I, I just hope that everyone understands that, Hey, we have a lot of money now, a lot more than we ever thought possible. And so, you know, uh, I think Lewandowski, I think possibly Kunde, And today was an avalanche of news about Kunde saying he doesn't want to leave Sevilla and go to the premier league. He wants to leave the, uh, Sevilla and come to Barca, which is huge for us because we know, and we just had that video about PK and how we need a new center mm-hmm. back to help partner with Araujo. Um, and you know, Frankie De Jong leaving now seems doubtful because we have this money, you know, unless man, you want to pay us at least a hundred million euros, their little, you know, uh, 
small bid of 60 million is not going to cut it here. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, and so we have to be really happy, man. And I, I just hope everyone is and understands that, you know, some of the lessons that we gave three weeks ago about being patient, understanding that, you know, the press will do anything to get coverage of, of doom and gloom for Barca for the clicks. It's just something we have to keep being aware of. And I think my main fear and my main hope, they're, they're related, is that I hope that Barca now um, doesn't get prices jacked up from other clubs because if we all remember when Neymar left everyone was offering everyone to us for inflated prices and so I'm hoping that Laporta and the rest of the board really have an understanding of how much Bartomeu screwed us because they saw us have to give away the greatest player of all time Lionel Messi and I hope we do follow that you know um, fiscally conservative mindset to make sure we don't get into this mess again. No I agree and I think while Laporta has not had my full trust during this whole last season uh, I think this is a step in the right direction. Like you said, I'm not too happy with the fact that we have to do this, but it is something that they're, you know, they made a plan and they're they're projecting to come back and be in the positive, and so we can actually move forward from this whole thing and forget about it, and then just focus on the future and making the team better, making everyone happy again. Because I know the fans, the socios, everybody else has been pretty upset with everything that's been going on. You know, some of the socios even talking about uh, uh, the issues with Gerard Pique, talking about Messi leaving and what what have you. But clearly, uh, I think the vote for the first movement was 568 in favor and 65 against. So it looks like they know what we they have to do. They've already signed it up and we're going to move forward and we're going to hope for the best here. I'm going to put my trust in Laporta. Uh -huh. And if you're happy with that, guys, smash that subscribe button. Mm -hmm. We need to get these numbers up. We're almost at <laughs> 500 YouTube subscribers. We are really close to being over 1,000 on Spotify. We're over 600 on Apple Music uh, Podcast. So please hit that subscribe button. It makes you and I feel good when we go to sleep, just <laughs> like the news of this BLM and mm -hmm. uh, TV rights deal. So thank you guys so much. We will see you later. Thanks, guys.